Welcome back to my podcast, Bethany Says, Beauty, Style, and You. Today, I'm sharing a remarkable story that happened to me after my family's recent trip to Florida. The reason I'm sharing it here is because as an image consultant, it's important to remind my listeners that image goes beyond your personal appearance or your outfit. Um, That is one of the three main elements, but there's two others, behavior and communication. So it's the ABCs of image. Today's story is about the last two, behavior and communication, which carry a lot of weight as well. You don't want to miss this story. First, I'll start by saying we had a wonderful vacation to the Gulf Coast side of Florida. It was a long overdue trip. We hadn't been there since the summer of 2014, and we do have quite a bit of family in Florida, so we really enjoyed ourselves. It was a wonderful time, and we left on June 30th. And as a family of four, you might imagine, we have quite a few things to check in. We each checked our own suitcase and then two booster seats, so six pieces. Everything was fine with the flight. It's a straight shot from Tampa to Dallas, uneventful. But at DFW, every piece arrived except for my daughter's orange hard side suitcase. So that was a bit strange. And uh, we just did what you're supposed to do. We went to the agent at Lost and Found, and he looked it up according to the receipt that we had. By the way, save those receipts because you never know when a suitcase might go missing, and they need that to look it up. And he simply said it's still at Tampa, and that's kind of strange. Why would it still be at Tampa? But no reason to panic. Most most bags are found within 24 hours, so we just filed the uh, lost claim and but my daughter was quite upset by this because there were a couple of keepsakes in there that were very special to her and so but by about day four I'm starting to get worried because you know it's it's been too long at this point and the bag should have turned up so when you go to the website it just keep saying bag not found and that's just no information right so I make a phone call to American and I leave a message for a return call because as you know in today's age it's so hard to just dial a number and get a live person right away after about 40 minutes an agent did call me back this is the morning of July 4th and she's looking at the movement of the bag based on the tag number that I gave her and She said that it's a bit strange because the bag was never scanned after it left the ticket counter, and I asked her a little bit more about that, and she explained that it would have been scanned again at TSA when they uh, screened the bag to go onto the aircraft. It would have been scanned again as they were putting it onto the cart to go to the aircraft, and it probably would have been scanned a, a third time to uh, put it onto the aircraft so she puts me on hold and she calls Tampa and when she comes back to the line she said that American at Tampa told her that they don't have the bag and my heart was just sunk at that point and I just kind of didn't also I just didn't comprehend it how is it not there it has to be there it just it went to like nowhere for some reason Um, she made some notes for me in the system some of the contents of the bag and that's about all she could do for me so 
At this point, it's my job to start making a list of the items that were in the bag, and I was actually pretty shocked when I was done. The total came out to just shy of about a thousand dollars, and no doubt most of the items in that bag I bought on sale because that's my that's the way I roll but um, I put regular prices on everything because you don't know if you're going to be able to replace pieces on sale so the three things that were in there that were irreplaceable were a monogrammed silky blanket uh, that my daughter has slept with since she was about one and she's now eight and a half there was a pink fuzzy sleep mask that I have no idea where it came from, but she sleeps with it every night. And then a stuffed horse that I bought her at an airport a few years ago, and she sleeps with that every night. So every day my daughter's asking me if the bag was found, and every day I'm defeated as I tell her it hasn't been found. And I have a customer service background, so my inclination for customer service kicks in and I think well I'm not really getting I haven't gotten anywhere with American it doesn't look like they're gonna find the bag so I decided to write a letter to the EVP of operations at Tampa Airport and I send this letter last week I'd really lost hope of finding the bag but I just felt like I had to make this last effort I felt like he needed to know what happened so that he could look at the process and see maybe where improvement needs to happen. I'll be honest, theft, theft had crossed my mind, but that didn't make sense to me. I mean, number one, it's a $50 Amazon basic suitcase. Number two, I mean, there's so many people back there. I, can't, I couldn't seem, I couldn't see how it would be possible that an employee could take a suitcase without other people seeing them. It just, that just did not seem plausible and it was something that crossed my mind but of course I never mentioned this in my letter to the EVP I just simply stated the facts of what happened and wanted to hear from him how the bag was never scanned again like what are the scenarios that that happens and um, I also wanted to know if we could look at surveillance video to see maybe what happened to the bag through that so I mailed the letter, and then after I le mailed it, I wondered, gosh, is it even ever going to get read? Or then I thought, maybe they're going to read it, and they're going to laugh, like, lady, do you know how many bags go missing every day? I just, my my mind kind of runs wild with these little fake scenarios sometimes, and but it did make me feel better um, that I at least made this effort on my daughter's behalf, and um, so a week goes by, or not quite a week, it's Friday night, this past Friday night after dinner, and for some reason I'm holding my phone, and I don't really know why that is, because a lot of times when my phone rings, I'm at the other end of the house, or on another level of the house, but I'm looking at my phone, and the number that's coming through is area code 813, and I know that area code, it's Tampa, and I'm just like, oh my gosh, Tampa's calling, so... I slide to answer, trying to sound like really calm. This is Bethany Siggins, and the voice on the other end is Brian Singleton, manager of operations at Tampa Airport. And he tells me, I think we have your bag. And my mind is racing. I can't believe what I'm hearing. And I almost cried in his ear. I'm pretty sure my voice broke up a little bit. And he starts to name some of the contents of the bag. And I'm, I'm just unbelievable. In my mind, I'm going, and I'm telling him, yes, that's our bag, and I'm just so excited. I can't wait to get off the phone to tell my daughter. He calls me back a little while later 
with the bag tag number. It's an expedited bag that's going to go on a flight on Saturday morning from Tampa to Dallas. And um, he also went through what happens to a bag after it leaves the ticket counter and how the tag might have come off. And I'm going to spare you those details, but I appreciate his doing this because that was one of the questions in my letter. And it's important when you get a letter as a customer service um, agent that you do address the questions that come to you. And he was extremely nice and made himself available to me should I need anything else. And a little while later, my phone rings. You're not going to believe this. It's the EVP of operations at Tampa. I'm floored. I mean, it's a Friday night, and he's making a personal phone call. And he tells me that he saw my letter in a stack of mail as he was leaving the office that day. His assistant had been out. And I'm thinking my letter probably stood out because I hand-wrote the envelope instead of printing it. Well, he opened it. Something made him open it. He read it, and he took action on it. He had his staff look for the bag, and I, I couldn't believe how beautifully this worked from a simple letter I wrote. But the sad thing is, I shouldn't be surprised at all by it if we still expected a high level of customer service from the companies we deal with. Some companies have great reputations for taking care of its customers, but sadly, many do not. There are so many people today working in customer service positions that think, I really don't think that they care about the customer and they're collecting a paycheck and it really does show in the level of service that we receive today from many companies. Our bag was just one of thousands that went through Tampa Airport that day, but that bag meant the world to one little girl who had some precious things inside. So when you look a little closer, no bag is just one bag. Losing any bag is a shame. So my hat goes off to the operations team at Tampa Airport. We are forever in their debt. As it turns out, this bag was at Lufthansa lost and found. How it ended up there is anyone's guess, but suffice to say, American Airlines would not have found this bag. It wasn't amongst their things, which is why they told the agent who was helping me they don't have it, because they didn't. But my question for American Airlines is, do you check with the other airlines when you're searching for a lost bag or when a lost bag needs to go into a deeper search like ours? If not, why not? We filed a claim for almost $1,000, which American would have had to pay if not for my letter and the swift action of Tampa Airport Operations. So isn't it worth it to the company's bottom line to do all they can to find a bag? I was told by Mr. Singleton there were three airlines working the area at the time we checked in, British Airways, American, and Lufthansa. So it's not like American would have had to go down a list of 20 airlines looking for our bag, just two others. As you might have guessed, I've passed this along to American Airlines in an email as a suggestion because I'm fairly certain they were not doing this on our behalf or the bag would have been quickly located. I mean, my goodness, it's orange. All this to say, write letters, send emails, and make phone calls when it's a cause or a situation that really matters to you. You just don't know that that could be the tipping point. If I had not, the end of the story would be different, very different. On the sl 
flip side of the coin, if you're on the receiving end of a call, an email or a letter as your role in customer service, remember that there is a person who's making that effort because it's highly important to them. Treat them with the respect they deserve and do everything you can to help them. Follow through and do it quickly. If swift action had not been taken with my daughter's bag, it would have been sent to some central location for lost bags within days, perhaps, and lost forever. What a terrible thought. I'm relieved and grateful for these two men at Tampa Airport and their staff for going the extra mile and treating us with the utmost care and respect. And to return that favor, I wrote a letter of thanks to Mr. John Teliaco, CVP of Operations. And I also wrote a letter to the CEO of Tampa Airport because he needs to know what these men did for us. Now that is excellent customer service, everyone. And that is a happy ending. And I'm proud to say we will always be big fans of Tampa Airport. Thank you for listening. I'd love to hear from you, your comments on this podcast or others that I've produced. And I'd love to hear your ideas and suggestions for this podcast. I look forward to reaching you in this way, and I appreciate each and every listen. Share this podcast with a friend and subscribe so you don't miss a single episode. Thanks again, and speak to you again real soon.